What's up? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. Grab your vices, chill out, and let's get straight to it. Um, this is episode 51 of Straightforward with Miss B. And as always, how y'all doing? I've been doing fine. I hope everybody has had a productive week. Um, so far, we had kind of a week off as far as like the podcast. Um, and um, now we're back with episode 51. I hope everybody has enjoyed um, the previous 50 episodes. I was so glad to kind of meet that milestone um, on this journey. I appreciate everyone who has ever tuned in that continues to tune into the podcast, no matter what streaming platform you're listening to it on or even YouTube. I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart um, just for the support. Um, you know, there's thousands and thousands of podcasts out there. Um, and, um, you know, I'm just just here. Like I said, I this podcast is a hobby. It's not a full-time gig. Um, so I'm sure that some supporters who may feel as though, well, dang, why don't she have a visual, you know, visual uh, version of it yet? Or, you know, when is she going to maybe start bringing on uh, maybe celebrity guests um, for interviews and things of that nature? Um, maybe eventually down the line I will. I'm just not in a big rush to do that. Um, one reason is that um, the office space that I have, I do want to change it around. I am doing some renovations um, on my property. And so this office space is definitely something that's in the works, in the plans. Um, and, um, I already have, like I said, um, some equipment, there is other equipment that I need to get in order to, you know, just have a full, full blown studio kind of setup going on in this office. So just bear with me. It will come. Um, like I said, I don't know when I'm not going to tell y'all when, um, it's just going to happen. Okay. And so if you support me, Hey, you got to have patience. You know what I'm saying? I definitely appreciate those with a little bit of patience. Um, So today, to get right into it, hey, today we're going to be talking about beef. A whole lot of beef going on. Um, And specifically with the R&B girls. Yes, we are talking about SWV and the group Escape. Um, for those of you who may not be familiar with those groups, they came out back in the late 90s, early 2000s. They were extremely huge as far as both groups go. They both, you know, have multiple platinum gold records um, under their belt. They have, you know, done sold out shows throughout the years. Uh, both groups have also um, dibbled and dabbed, I would say, into the reality TV realm. Um, you know, at one point, SWV had their own show. Um, I don't know what happened. I guess, it, you know, after a while, it just probably mm, lost a little bit of momentum. And um, and then, you know, you have Candy, who's a um, member 
one of the original cast to the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and also um, Miss uh, Tamika Tiny Harris, who also have had her own show, um, Family, the Family Hustle, and I believe at one point she did a show with uh, what's her name, Shakana. Um, so. You know, all of these ladies um, have already bit the reality TV show bug and um, they're back doing their thing. They have a show on Bravo, uh, which seems to um, I haven't really looked at the Nielsen numbers to see how many viewers, you know, each episode so far has gotten. Uh, However, if you look at, you know, the black culture side of things or side of social media um you will see that they are pretty relevant the show is doing pretty good um if you you know like i said keep up with the gossip and everything that's going on surrounding the show and the members of the show um it seems to be doing fairly decent so hopefully it is working out for these girls on bravo and um, i believe if i'm not mistaken the same uh woman Mona Scott Young, who was behind the success of Love and Hip Hop, um, that franchise, um, she's also um, helping to produce this SWV and Escape, the Queens of R&B show on Bravo as well. So shout out not only to, you know, the women doing their things, but shout out to you know, black women doing their things out here and um, bossing up and doing what they got to do. But however, you know, with all things fancy and entertainment, there most definitely has to come some drama behind that. So I wanted to kind of touch base on that today. Um, It's been a minute since we've been a little bit of of messy and gossipy on this podcast. Um, But, you know, I just want to just, you know, showcase showcase my uh diversity when it comes to things and topics that i can talk about whether it's politics whether it's gossip tea whether it's financials which i haven't really got into the financial part yet um but yeah hey this girl over here can pretty much yap about anything um or at least know to bring in the right people to talk about those subjects as well but today we are going to be messy okay All right, so as I stated, it's the R&B girls that are fighting, um, not quite literally fighting, um, but hey, who knows, things can always easily turn left at any given moment, Um, and in this case, hey, Escape and SWV seems to be having a, a debate going on on social media on who should be headlining the concert. So um, from my understanding, and truth be told, and I'm going to keep it 1,000, I have not watched a single episode of the show. However, I do keep my ears to the streets. I see clips on social media, on Facebook, Instagram. You know how they show, like, the little um, one-minute, two-minute clips of an episode. I've seen all of those. So, hey, I'm smart enough to kind of wrap, you know, wrap all that that small bit of information Um, together and um, you know come up with my own synopsis of what's going on so apparently like I said they have been fighting um, or debating on who should headline Um, from my understanding it's supposed to be a dual headline show so usually when 
groups um, do a dual headline show. I think initially during the concert, both groups would come out and maybe perform some covers um, together. And then, you know, at one point, one group would then perform their their hits or whatever and make, you know, while the other group exits the stage and then, you know, vice versa, the other group would then take the stage and go through, you know, go through their, um, go through their performance routine, um, as well. I think that is fair. Now, as far as like the payment, who gets getting paid more, um, I can kind of understand that, Hey, Cause I think you know I think Escape may be getting paid more than SWV as far as when they go on tour. Um, however, if that is the case, and whoever the promoter is, if they are paying one group uh, more money than the other, because like I said, they both kind of on evil playing grounds when it comes to accolades that they, you know, that they've achieved and you know, songs they recorded and how many songs they've sold. They're kind of like on evil, uh, even playing grounds in my eyes. However, you may have others out there who think differently. But in this case, if there is one group who's making more money and I can see how Escape could possibly be making more money when it comes to touring, um, it's because of the level of, I believe, relevancy and SWV, although they are very popular, they have not been, quote, unquote, relevant in the scene um, for quite some years. Yes, they may be household names to some, some of us, however, but they haven't had any, I guess, real um, relevancy as of recent. I'll say within the last maybe three to five years. Like you don't, you don't normally hear their Coco, Lee Lee. You don't know. You don't normally hear their names in the news a lot, or you don't normally see them participating on, you know, say like a, um, a number one syndicated type of show, or whatever the case may be. You don't really see that when it comes to them. However, Candy and Tiny, um, as far as the group escape goes, both of them have been able to maintain a certain level of relevancy with the housewives, with family hustle and every other, every other business venture that they tend to do. They have been able to maintain that, that higher level of relevancy. And when that happens, when you are the more popular celebrity, then in turn from a monetization standpoint, of course, you are able to capitalize more on that relevancy. And Escapes, um, t uh, Tiny, and Candy, I'm sure, are making what they're making more money, but I'm sure they are able to help their group escape as a as a collective unit earn more money when it comes to touring. Okay, do y'all understand me? So I believe that it has been the debate on the show. And, you know, I'm one of those people who have kind of worked in the entertainment industry behind the scenes as far as media goes in the past. And I know that a lot of times, a lot of times this shit just be for 
clicks, giggles, laughs. It be kind of, you know, it be staged a little bit. I would not be surprised that this whole conflict of interest, conflict um, that they have going on between the two groups is something that's not, you know, it could be just a storyline for the show. Um, if it is a storyline for the show, hey, it is what it is. That's good. At least we know that there is no real beef between the two groups um, and these women. Um, however, if it is a real thing, hopefully it doesn't escalate to something even more um, outside of the show. And, um, hey, we could just see how things play out on the show. And, hey, that's what a reality show is about the reality shows in order to engage the audience and bring in the viewers, there has to be um, a certain level of drama. And I think that the females are doing a great job at keeping this show alive. Um, yeah, I think they're doing a good job at doing it. But what I wonder what you guys think. Do you who you think should uh, be the sole headliner or should the girls Definitely just stick to the kind of dual headliner thing. But to me, in a way, the dual headliner situation or setup still don't really make any sense because I'm sure either way, at some point within the show itself, the concert, each group will have to, they're going to take the stage on their own at some point. You know what I'm saying? And so having to fight about who goes on first or who goes on last. It's like, it's, it's absolutely crazy. And I think we, I think we actually heard about this type of situ situation that happened before. Isn't it the same sh type of shit that happened with DL? I think it was DL Hughley. Was it DL Hughley and Monique that was beefing about headlining a comedy show? before a couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken. So it's the same type of thing. But, hey, you know, all of these people, celebrities, end up being divas. Sometimes they think they are more than what they really are. Uh, but, hey, I guess if you work hard to be in that spot, to be called a celebrity and you have relevancy, then, you know, hey, you got to be a little bit arrogant and cocky to, you know, to a certain degree. Uh, with this type of situation, I believe, though, in my heart of hearts, that because of the level of relevancy of Candy and, and Tiny, um, they are basically holding it down for the group escape. And in turn, tour, um, tour managers and, and promoters who are setting up these uh, tours and concerts um, do kind of owe a little bit more coins, coins, and I guess, I don't want to say seniority, if that's the right word, but they do owe a little bit more to escape. And, hey, that's my final answer on that, and, hey, that's that on fucking that. All right. Now, moving on. Sorry, I'm very stuffed up today, so excuse my voice. I know it's already deep, but when I'm stuffed up on top of having a deep voice, I sound extra crazy, but hey, it is what it is. All right, so also on the um, SWV and Escape show, there has been a few between the Scott sisters, child. Mm -mm -mm. 
Tamika Scott basically um, accused her sister of allegedly stealing three hundred. I mean, not three hundred, thirty thousand dollars. Excuse me, thirty thousand dollars from from her. Now that's that's a damn shame when you can't even trust your own family, right? <sighs> but anyway, um, on an episode, basically Tamika Scott, um, basically, um, oh shit, my bad. Tamika Scott. She unpacked an explosive fight with her sister and escape bandmate Latasha Scott Bivens. And mind you, as I always do, I credit my sources, and this is from page six, and the writer was Evan Real. Um, basically, this was told to a page six. Um, page six, I guess this particular writer was an exclusive. Um, Tamika Scott, basically, um, who's 47 years old, she sits down to discuss the matter with her mother, Gloria, um, who she feels has shown favoritism to Latasha. Her sister is 49. Um, over the years in the episode, basically, she says, Tasha, um, her mother says, Tasha is crushed at you. I guess the mother was trying to intervene because, hey, at the end of the day, these are sisters. Um, uh, they do have to kind of live, you know, live in the presence of each other for the rest of their lives. They was brought up in this world together as well, and they also are participants in the same girl singing group. Um, so, yeah, I can see why the mom kind of having to be a mediator in this situation. Um, her mom basically was trying to condemn Tamika um, for talking about her sister, um, husband, um, who is a talent manager, his name is Rocky Bivens, and they believe that he is the person that's behind, you know, the alleged stolen money. All right, it's always these folks' husband that be dipping and dabbing in places they'll need to be dipping and dabbing to, basically. So during a heated exchange on um, the show's premiere episode, Tamika alleged that Latasha and her husband conspired to cash checks of hers. Um, the checks were worth tens of thousands of dollars, $30,000 to be exact, and cashed it and, and deposited into his own bank account. This is um, the husband's bank account. However, the couple has um, continued to deny the claim, okay? The mom basically implied that Tamika basically has brought up a false narrative about her sister and she can't sleep at night. Child, I, I guess, child. But as you know, um, the group Escape and Candy and Tamika and the two Tamikas and Latasha, the group was founded in 1991. Um, they did break up um, initially in 1998. However, they are known for their smash hits, um, Just Kicking It and Who Can I Run To. The group briefly reunited in 2001, um, but again, they pressed pause on that reunion um, five years later. Okay, so that's part of what's been happening. <coughs> Excuse me. Part of what's been going on between the two sisters on the show. How do y'all feel about that? You know, I don't have any siblings. However, if I did and I found out because anybody that knows me, I don't play about my money. I don't give a 
crap if you if you owe me. I mean, I, I don't give a crap if it's five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. I would check somebody off my coins. Now, just imagine it. In in this is a platinum selling group, so some of y'all may think, hey, it's just thirty thirty thousand dollars. Hey, what's thirty thousand dollars? I mean, you know, Tamika could make that back within one one or two shows or whatever, maybe. Maybe one show they can easily make that money back by touring, but hey, money is money, man. You can, people need to stop counting people's pockets. Okay, that's what y'all need to do. Stop counting people people's ooh, excuse me people's pockets. Tamika has kids. I'm sure that thirty thousand dollars could have easily been, you know, spent on something for her kids. It's like you never know what somebody. Hey, she might want to. She might want to buy a couple of wigs, couple of new outfits. You know, you never know. You never know what somebody want to do with their money. You know what I mean? And it's not up to you to make that make that decision for them. So y'all stop counting people's pockets. That's a bad trait to have. I know some people that do that. It's like child. Just because you see me sitting in front of Lambo. On Instagram, don't mean you could come ask me for ask me for fifty thousand dollars. That don't mean that. You know what I'm saying? That shit aggravates me. But anyway, moving on from that. <laughs> Although this other person that we're gonna talk about is not part of these two groups, she is indeed an R and B singer. Now, Tamar Braxton basically done started up some shit as she always do now mind you tamar for me i don't know tamar i don't know all of these people i have met candy several times i've interviewed her several times i have um, met tiny i've never interviewed tiny though but i've met her before um, but you know, deep down into their personal life, I have no idea or to really understand what type of people that they are. I have no idea, but Tamar Braxton, I don't know her either. However, it always seems as though she is in the middle of some mess. Tamar, I can't, I don't know her to hate her, you know what I mean? Or dislike her in any way. However, I do feel as though Tamar Braxton is extremely problematic. Now, she may have very good reasons to be problematic, but nonetheless, she comes off as a very problematic person. And, yeah, she kind of likes the mess. And, I, I mean, hey, I get it. In her line of work, she sings, however, you know, she has been, I believe, on um, – the real, I believe that was the the show she was on until she was, I believe, asked to depart from that show. Um, and she's been on many other different things. I believe now she's a part of a show with Nivea and Evelyn Lozada called The Queen's Court. Um, I believe they fall, you know, they have uh, these relationships that seem to prosper on the show. Um, you know, as far as their love life goes and Hey, Tamar is, you know, Tamar is getting back in her groove of things. I believe she has been on big brother. She, uh, she actually won, I believe big brother as well. Um, so yeah, she, she, 
you know, tends to step out and do her thing. And, you know, congratulations to Tamar. However, this situation she has going on with Candy is like, okay, both of y'all know each other number. Y'all can easily call each other. You know, why Why bring it to the internet? First shit just don't need to be brought to the internet at all. And it's crazy. But, hey, we're here to soak it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those people who likes to be in a whole bunch of gossip as far as, like, knowing, you know, keeping my ear to the street and figure out what's going on, what's going on here, with who, with who, with, with what celebrity I could care of the fuck less. But for the sake of the podcast, some shit I'll just talk about, okay? But anyway, according to E, uh, e Online, E News Online, hey, things are not so peachy between Candy Burris and Tamar Braxton. It says pra- Braxton confirmed rumors of a months-long feud between her and the Real Housewives of Atlanta star doing a March 19th appearance on Watch What Happens Live. And that's the show with Andy Cohen. Um, the All the Way Home singer subtly confirmed that she was referring to Burris and her husband, Todd Tucker, in the December 20, um, 2022 Instagram post, um, alleging that a Real House of Atlanta star had, quote unquote, threatened her while answering a fan question. It really did happen. I'm not lying. Braxton explained. Like, I'm not looking for attention or drama or anything like that. Insert side eye. But that shit really happened. It was not cute. Host Andy Cohen incorrectly guessed he thought it was Eva Marcel and Drew Sador before adding, it's not candy. And you know the crazy little faces Andy be making, child. Uh, Prompting Braxton to smile at the camera and take a sip of her drink. While she didn't elaborate, she promised Cohen, quote unquote, I'll tell you the story later. However, the following day, Braxton called out Burris and Tucker on social media. And you know what? I got that audio for you guys. Give me one second. You know, whatever, and she just look at me and she's like, I ain't fucking with you. And I'm like, what? What? I'm thinking she's kidding. <laughs> like, I'm for real thinking she's kidding. And she's like, I ain't fucking with you. I'm like, what what happened? She like, oh well, you said that shit you said what about Carlos King was foul. And I'm like, oh shit, I, and I honestly truly forgot about it. Right? Um, and I'm like, listen, I didn't mean no harm. You know, I wasn't trying to, you know, go against you or nothing like that. It's, you know, I just what I just explained to y'all. Like, I just feel like my responsibility is a little bit different. I ain't trying to call nobody publicly a liar when I don't know the whole story. I'm not comfortable with it. And she was like, nah, 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 nah. You said, you said, you said. And I'm like, sis, we, I'm, and I'm leaving my dressing room to go to my If I offended you, I am so sorry. Like, you know, like I, I, I wasn't coming from that. I thought, man, you made up at Big Brother. You know, I wasn't coming for you. It's nothing like that. I really, truly, humbly apologize. And plus, I sent her a DM, and I said, I sent you a DM. Well, you know, when your fans was coming to my page, um, this was a while ago, and I, 
I was just trying to let you know that, you know, I wasn't trying to be, you know, malicious or nothing like that. Nah, nah, nah. But you said, and you did, and then, and then, and then you doubled down and put it in your story. I said, listen, Candy, I'm not trying to go there with you. You know, we in the middle of this hallway. And now, by this time, people swarming around. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is, we ladies, we shouldn't be doing this. We can go in my dressing room. Yeah, 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 before I take it to the next level. Now, everybody know, <laughs> I ain't, you know, I ain't really here for that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm cool and I'm safe. Listen, if I offended you, I am, but I do know how to whip ass. And I don't do that because I don't condone violence at all, right? And I'm like, well, take, what's the name of the level you want to take it to? Like, what you want to fight? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You said, you said, he did. He did steal from us. <laughs> right? And I'm like, she is really serious right now. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Like, don't do that. First time for Baltimore, we're not going to do that. You know what I mean? And I'm telling her again, it's my fourth time apologizing. I am so sorry if this offended you, right? I wasn't trying to be malicious towards you. Now I'm saying this again. This is in all way. I'm saying this again. Nah, 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 nah. I mean, buck king. <laughs> and I'm like, and I get to the point where I'm like, look, dog, this is not a letter housewives. I'm not getting paid to say, but I do know how to whip ass. And I'm here to argue with you like this. I'm about to go sing everybody on this bill under the table. I got, I can't argue with you <laughs> right now. Like I finna do all that. And then, I I am trying to completely de-escalate the situation. It's giving bobs and cackling and cacklings. And like, then Tadina comes up and like, he comes and get her. And he says something to her and then he looks at me in my face. Y'all can believe this shit or not. Nigga look at me in my face and go, you know what it is. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> now this is a dude. Now I don't care. Listen, y'all don't see me grow up on the rag sins. Y'all don't see Oh my God, child. That <laughs> that shit took me out. And when she called Todd Tardina. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I sometimes Tamar be funny in her little reads or whatever this shit. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking hilarious. The Tardina took me the fuck out, yo. I swear to God. That took me out. Alright. But anyway, what y'all think? What y'all think? Tamar is so fucking extra. <laughs> she is so extra. She is so extra. Okay, so as far as y'all, for the for the people who don't really know, like, the back, back story of all of this, okay, so the drama between um, Candy Todd and Tamar, it kind of goes back to October 20th. 2022 uh, when candy came out and stated that um stated on a podcast it looks like house of aaron podcast interview 
that Real Housewives of Atlanta, the former producer for the show, Carlos King, tried to make a biopic about the group Escape behind her back and without the group's permission. Carlos King has since directly responded to her claims. I don't know what he said about it. I don't have the information in front of me. So, hey, I can't bring it up. But anyway, Braxton, who had previously toured with Burris and Escape in the past, later defended Carlos King on Dish Nation. She said on Dish Nation, quote, unquote, I don't agree with her calling him a thief. You know what I mean? I think that's a little like off the deep end. And then two months later, Braxton posted on social media in December to allege a confrontation had happened, of course, as we just heard, between her and and the mystery couple that we now know as Candy and Todd. (sighs) And so we heard the audio of Tamar um, traveling somewhere, but she did kind of give a full explanation on what happened during that altercation um, between them. You know, what I think is that I believe, do I believe Candy stepped to Tamar? Yes, I do. Candy has stepped to Nene. Candy don't really care about stepping to people. So, yes, I believe she stepped to her. However, do I think Todd was being, like, malicious and trying to attack Tamar when he, you know, came up to her and said, you know what it is. No, I don't think Todd, I don't think Todd understand. Todd is cognizant of who these people are. You know what I'm saying? These are quote unquote celebrities. These, these are people with names. You know what I mean? These are people with history in the entertainment business. He knows if anything was to pop off, that was crazy, of course, it would be all on social media. He would look bad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's looking bad kind of anyway because Tamar done kind of blew it all out of proportion to make it seem like she was just in such a vulnerable state and afraid of Todd, which I don't think, okay, if a dude come come up to me and say it is what it is, I mean, of course, it could be subjective depending on who you are. You could take, you could receive people's words differently like the way that you receive someone coming up to you saying you know what it is versus the way that I may receive someone coming up to me stating the same thing you know what it is we will receive it two different ways but like I said I think Tamar being the person that she is I think she added the little extra sauce on top of it And I don't really think that Todd was going to do anything seriously to her. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he would have put his hands on her and all that. And so they have been kind of not going back and forth. Tiny ain't really said a whole lot. Tiny did post a meme um, to our social media, basically, of the um, Adams Family Wednesday in that particular Netflix special. Um, You'll see it was a scene where they was her and the other little girls was kind of walking on this little dock. And one of the girls, you know, basically was acting as um, the victim. And basically she was supposed to be 
representative of Tamar, who many, many people have said that Tamar always seemed to basically, you know, hide her hands in situations and always play the victim. Um, so that was kind of funny <laughs> when, when Candy posted that shit. Um, but I think that a lot of people, I think when it just comes to public opinion, I think it's kind of split. It's kind of split between how Tamar feels and versus how Candy and Todd feel about the situation. I'm sure at some point Candy is going to, maybe fully talk about the situation, um, explain what happened from her and Todd's viewpoint. Um, you know, Candy, Candy is quick to bring legal, 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 um, attorneys and shit like that into the picture. Um, she may end up, you know, she may end up filing some type of defamation suit against Tamar because T Candy does not want, that reputation of her um, to be out there in the public, you know, as her being, I guess, a bully or, you know, going around threatening people, you know, Candy, Candy takes, she, she take, she take pretty goddamn uh, good care of her reputation. Um, so Tamar, Hey, you may be, you may see a little lawsuit or something coming your way soon, honey. Um, but, I'm curious to know how you guys feel about that situation. Um, to wrap it all up, I think that all of these women who are in their 40s, some may be in their 50s, I think um, sometimes when people be like, dang, these hoes too old to be acting like this, um, honestly, sometimes people will push you the wrong way and kind of take you to that point where, hey, you don't have no choice but to kind of react on them. Um, whether, whether or not the way that you react is appropriate, Hey, it is what it is. And that's subjective to each his own. Um, I do feel as though, though with age comes wisdom. And I believe that all of these, um, all of these women in these situations that they're in now, these, these little petty feuds that they have, um, I believe that they can, you know, reach some type of, uh, of, um, alignment can, you know, boost up their communication and talk this thing through, you know, at the end of the day, because shit don't be that serious and life is too short, you know, it, life is too short. You just have to know how to deal with people as they are. If it is somebody that, hey, you don't necessarily like, you don't, you know, like how they handle things or conduct themselves, you don't have to be around them. You know, you don't have to hang out with them. But the strange thing is most times with these R&B girls of this age and caliber, a lot of y'all normally get billed on the same ticket. You know, you have these legends tours that happens, you know, and you may see Escape, you may see SWV, you may see Total, you may see Monica, you may see... Fantasia, you may see Tamar, and a lot of times these people are booked on the same concert. So it's like, come on, guys! At some at some point, these these um legend and legacy tours, you guys were going you you gonna run into each other again at some point. You know what y'all gonna do? 
lay hands on each other. No, y'all too grown for that. So get it together, ladies. That's all I got to say. And, uh, hey, this was it for this episode of Straightforward with Miss B. I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, hey, follow us. Follow us. Subscribe to us on all podcast streaming platforms. Check us out on YouTube as well. Um, again, that's S-T-R, the number 8-F-W-D with Miss B. And until next time, peace out.